Welcome to the Southside Community Church podcast with Pastor Mark Hahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. If you have your Bibles and want to follow along with me, pray for me this morning just a little bit. Got a lot on my mind. <clears throat> Let's go over into Isaiah chapter 53. Um, there is 700 years difference between Isaiah's time and Jesus' time. But this prophecy here that, that Isaiah had wrote about was about Christ and what all he went through for our salvation. Pay close attention to this. Listen to this here. <clears throat> Who had believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He had no form of comeliness. I mean, there was no attraction. There was no beauty with him. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows, and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. That means we had no respect and we had no honor for him. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken and smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone his own way. And listen to this. And the Lord laid uh, on him the iniquity of us all. All of our sins. Right. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before its shears is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Pay close attention to this. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. Hallelujah. He shall see his seed. Praise God. That's me and you. And he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Amen. Mm -hmm. 
He shall see the travail of his soul on all he went through. And he shall be satisfied by the knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many. For he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide a portion. Uh, I will divide him a portion with the great. And he shall divide the spoil with the strong. Because he had poured out his soul, listen, unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors. And he bare the sin of many. And made intercessions for the transgressors. Yes, he did. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for thy word today, God. We're so thankful, Lord, for this prophecy that we have here before us today. And, Lord, how this prophecy has been a reality, Lord, in Jesus' life. Uh, that this, the, this plan of, uh, of salvation, uh, uh, Lord, that Jesus took all this on, Lord, for the sins of the whole world. We pray, God, for your help today, Lord. I tell you, I'm weak, Lord. I need your touch. No man could preach the gospel, Lord, without your help, Lord. Bring these great truths out, Lord, for just a few minutes while we're gathered here together. In Christ's blessed name we pray. Amen. Amen. Then I want you to look at one verse here, back to 52, and, and verse 14. And it said, As many were astonished at thee, his visage, that means his his image, his face, his body was so marred more than any man and his form more than the sons of men. Amen. Right. <clears throat> Hallelujah. As we preached last week, we preached upon the garden and all the, the suffering that Jesus went through before there was ever a hand laid on him. I, I tell you, uh, this morning, I, I want to bring out what Christ has done for you and I. Amen. Because I tell you, there's something this morning, when you look at this, uh, this suffering, I want to tell you, that, uh, it, this is not a fairy tale, but it's truth. It's something that really happened. Huh? Uh, and, and it was by God's design. Huh? God designed the suffering of Christ for you and I, for the sins of the whole world. Yes, Amen. I want to tell you something. Sin, huh, is an ugly and it's and it's deadly and it's I don't know the word to use, but it it's ruined everything. The world is ruined today because of sin, huh? And I want to tell you something, huh? God had to do something to cover this, to cover man's sin and wipe this out. Huh? And his answer was Jesus Christ, his son. Yes, Amen. 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 I got to stand, I'm going to cut this off short. I was thinking about this this morning. <clears throat> Just remember this. As it's already been said, Jesus suffered for you and suffered for me. 
It's a personal thing. Amen. <clears throat> I, what I would like for you to do this morning, all, all of us, is I want you to just kind of, whatever's on your mind right now, just kind of cast it out, put it to the side, and let's focus for just a few minutes on what Jesus went through. Amen. <clears throat> Do you remember where we left off last week and where we stopped at? Here come the soldiers and Judas. You remember that? They come to the garden. Judas knew where they were at, where Jesus was. You remember he took the 30 pieces of silver. That was the price to, uh, to per, portray Jesus. And, and give, uh, that's what the chief priest and the elders had given Judas. Because uh, Judas knew where he was at. Judas knew he was in the garden because Judas went there many times. huh? And so G Judas led them to Jesus. Okay? And... And Jesus and his disciples are in the garden. And the scripture said Jesus knew they were coming. He knew his hour had come. Huh? And here they came. And, they, and it was a, like a small army. Huh? That had swords and clubs. Huh? They said stays, but that's a club. Is what that is. So they came to Jesus. Huh? Uh, just like he was a criminal. Huh? One that had committed crimes or murders. Huh? But they came to him, huh? And Judas walked up to Christ. Huh? He said, I'll tell you who he is. He told the, the, the soldiers, one I kiss, that's the Christ. Huh? And that's what he did. He walked up to Jesus and kissed him. Huh? And the disciples were standing there. And there's the, all four gospels give an account of this. But they're all a little bit different. Huh? But those soldiers, one of them said, are you Jesus? Are you Jesus, the Jesus Christ? And he said, yes, I am. I am Jesus. And the scripture said, I don't know which gospel, said they fell to the ground. <laughs> they fell to the ground as dead men. Huh? When he said that. But evidently he got, they got back up. Because they went to grab Jesus. What they was going to do is tie him up. Remember he's a criminal. Huh? To the high priest. And the Jews. So they went to tie him up. And as they reached for Jesus. Listen. Huh? Peter was standing there. And it clearly says in the Bible. That Peter drew out his sword. And cut off. The right ear of the high priest servant. Think of this for me. Here's what I want you to think about this morning. You're in this craft. You're going to see all this, all right? You're, I want you to pretend you're there this morning, okay? And you're looking at all this that's happening. He cut off his right ear, huh? His right ear, huh? Fell to the ground, huh? And the blood was running down the side of his head, huh? And Jesus said, put up the sword back in your sheath. Those who live by the sword shall die by the sword. Right. What Jesus do? He wrecks down 
And he grabbed that ear that was laying on the ground. And he picked it up in his hand. And he walked over to the servant and stuck it on the side of his head and healed him right there in the garden. Think of that for a minute. Amen. What a sight. And then they, they tied him up, led him away, and uh, the disciples fled. They were scared. They didn't want any part of this. So they left. Now it's Jesus alone. Suffering for you and I. They took him in. They put him in prison. Just like a criminal. And the next morning. They had a trial. A fake trial. I want to tell you. They hated Jesus. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the, the, the Jewish rulers hated Jesus. What did they hate him for? Because he exposed who they was. Was one of the reasons. He showed them that their religion was on the outside. Huh? It was a ritual and a form of godliness, but they never had anything in their hearts. Another thing they were jealous of. Because he did things and, and, and preached and taught things they never heard of. And they loved Jesus. They followed him everywhere he went. Huh? So anyway, they had a false accusers in this court. And they brought him up. And they was trying to find something huh, to make him guilty of death. Guilty of the death penalty. Huh? They had, had people say, tell stories about him. But none of it was sticking. Huh? There was nothing sticking. And then somebody stood up and said, Hey, I remember, we remember, that he said that he was the Son of God. Huh? He claimed to be the Son of God. And the high priest said, Is this true? Do you claim to be the Son of God? And he said, yes. And the high priest said, that's all. He said he rent his clothes. He was so bad that he rent his clothes. He said, we, know, we don't even need any future evidence. That's blasphemy. He is saying that he's equal to God. Boy, the Jews hated that. And then the suffering starts. <clears throat> When they found out that he was guilty of blasphemy, or they made him guilty of blasphemy, we know that it was true. He was the divine Son of God and is the divine Son of God. Yes. Amen. But from that time on, huh? When they took him out of the court, they start punching him and start smacking him. Huh? And beating on him. They cut the, the scripture said they covered his face, huh? So he couldn't see anybody. And then they would punch him and they would smack him, huh? And they'd say, Prophesy to us, who hit you? Huh? And they pulled his beard out, too. That's over in Isaiah. 
I think it's in the 60s or 60th chapter. I don't know where it's at. I seen it the other day. I read it. <clears throat> but anyway, think of that for a minute. Now, he had been up all night, basically in the garden, going through all the emotional suffering, all the grief and all the, all the anguish of the sins of the whole world. Like I said, not only that it's like he committed those sins, huh? But he was also punished for those sins. Yes. Huh? So weak was Jesus. Huh? And they smacked him and beat on him. Probably, I don't, I don't know. It said not a, not a bone was broken of him because they said it, that was prophesied that it wouldn't. But anyway, I thought, I, I just, I could see this this morning. And they lead him over to Pilate. They take him and they led him over to Pilate. And because Pilate was the governor, and the Jews had no authority to put anybody to death, huh? With the death penalty. So they had to go through Pilate. Pilate couldn't find anything against him. <laughs> Pilate looked and searched, you know, and he was, and Pilate said, I don't see anything. This man's guilty of. Huh? And remember, Pilate's wife said, Don't do anything to this man. I had a dream this day about this just man. Huh? But anyways, the Jews, I tell you, they cried out in the crowd, crucify him. Crucify him. Huh? And they stirred up the people. Here's why, here's why Pilate went through with it. Huh? They stirred up the people. The, the Jews did. Huh? And, and Pilate seen that it was getting out of hand. Huh? So he had to give in to keep everything calm and orderly. Huh? Let me get through this message. I hope it's not that boring. Huh? So anyway, Pilate washed his hands in front of the crowd, said, I'm innocent of this blood, the, man, the blood of this man. What did you say? His blood be on us and our children. I want to tell you that Jews suffered ever since. Ever since they made that statement, they suffered. Huh? There's a statement that Pilate made that's surely a message in itself. He said to those Jews, he said, what shall I do with Jesus, which is called the Christ? Now listen to me, church, for a minute. This is what every person is going to answer to one of these days. Judgment is coming. Huh? And when, when Jesus, when people stand before Jesus Christ, because God has given him all judgment... Huh? He's going to ask that question. What did you do with me? And it determined where you'll spend eternity. Huh? This is not a game. This is reality. It's going to happen. What will you do with Jesus, which is called the Christ? Amen. So Pilate... 
He fed, he went through with it. Christ's blood was on his hands because he went through it. Amen. He thought that he acted like it wasn't going to happen to him, but it was. And they had him scourged or beaten. Huh? Now remember, Jesus already been punched, probably had a couple black eyes, probably a busted lip, huh? From those who treated him in the first court of the Jews. So now he's going to be scorched. He's going to be beaten with a whip. Huh? Now I'll tell you something about this whip. It had little stones in it. Somehow they, they put those stones in that, in that uh, rope, that whip. Huh? For cutting the skin. Huh? That's what they was going to, that's what they whipped Jesus with. And they laid him down there to a room where they whip people. Amen. And here Jesus is. They carry him down there and uh, take him down there. And they said that there was a post or a bench or whatever it was that they tied the victims to that bench. Huh? Matter of fact, they tied them up with their hands where they couldn't move or get away. Huh? The, the Romans' soldiers were cruel. They were inhumane. Huh? They wanted to make people suffer. Huh? Especially Jews. <laughs> Who they was had over. They took Jesus and they tied him to that post. Picture this this morning. Huh? They, they give him 30 Nine stripes. 39 whips. One more would have took his life. Huh? They tied him to that post. I want you to picture Jesus here for just a minute. Huh? They had him faced up, stretched his legs out, and they started, they gave him 13 right on the chest. Just whipped that back like this. Smacked him with that whip. They knew how to whip guy. Huh? And as that whip hit his body, went across his chest, crossed his stomach, then they ripped it back. Huh? And that whip would go into the skin, no stones, and just pull the flesh wide open. Huh? They give him 13 strikes on the front of his chest and his stomach. Think of the pain. Huh? And then they flipped him over and gave him 26 on the back. Bam. Bam. 26 times. I'll tell you what. His chest and his back. Was mutilated. You and I. Huh? And as we read Isaiah, huh? It said, by his stripes, we are healed. Hallelujah. What is that? I'll tell you what we're healed of. This sin sick life, huh? Praise God. He took the blow for you and I this morning. Huh? That 
They pick him up. He's so weak. Huh? From the beating, huh? Huh? From the pain that he took for you and I. Huh? And they picked him up. Huh? And they put a purple robe on him. Huh? And then they took these thorns, huh? And weaved them together and made a crown and put it on his head. To mock him and to make fun of him. Huh? Purple in Bible times meant royalty. Huh? The kings wore purple. Huh? And I'll tell you something this morning. He took that crown, put that crown and made it round, they stuck it on top of his head. I thought about the crown. I like to preach on that sometime, but I'll tell you what. You know, to the world, that don't mean anything. That crown don't mean nothing. But to us, it means everything. Amen. To the church and to the believer, huh? it's a royal crown that he wore for you and I. Right. Huh? took that reed, put it in his hand, you know, like a staff, like a sepulcher. Or not a sepulcher. What is that? I keep... Scepter. Scepter. Huh? Making fun of him. He was a king, king of the Jews. Huh? Then they stripped it back off of him. Took the club, scepter, Started beating him in the head. Huh? Beating him in the head where the crowns was. You ever been stuck by a thorn? I'm talking about a big thorn. Huh? I mean, one of them is about that long. You'll see out in the woods. Huh? I got stuck a couple times by them, and I'm going to tell you, they hurt. Huh? They hurt. There's something about them that it done to me. It seemed like when I, I didn't see it, I got it on my leg. And it stuck me, and it was just like, not only the pain, but it was just like a sick feeling when it went in. They beat that crown of thorns in his head. Huh? You ever see the images of that Jesus wearing that crown and the blood running down it? Huh? That kind of gives us an ideal huh, of the sight of him. Amen. So they carried him through, or he went through the building, and he come outside huh, of the hall where they had beaten him. And there, on the outside of that building, was waiting for him a cross. Huh? The cross that we sung about this morning, huh, was weighed on Jesus when he got outside of the, the building there where they had him. Amen. My grandson asked the question to Stephanie. Luke did. I never heard the question asked before in my life. 
She said she reads some Bible stories at night. And he asked this. He said, Mom, whatever happened to the cross that Jesus died on? I never even thought about it. Never entered my mind. But I got to thinking about that. We'll never know. We will never know. There's theories and there's people's uh, theology, but we'll never know. One thing that we do want to know, the story behind the cross. Yeah. We don't want to forget that. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. My own opinion, I, that, was the, that was how they, uh, that was the death penalty. That's how they killed criminals back then. They probably used it again. I don't know. And Courtney mentioned about how, ain't that wild that somebody else would use Jesus Christ. I don't know. We don't know. But I tell you, the kids ask the wildest questions, don't they? We can learn a lot from them. Right. Amen. They're so innocent and pure. Yeah. And they tell whatever comes in their mind, they'll ask it. But here was this cross, my friend, waiting for Jesus. Huh? And he come outside the building. Remember, his back is nothing but raw hammer. How would he been beaten? And they took that cross, listen, and they laid it on his back. Huh? And he was to carry it huh, to Mount Calvary. Huh? And Jesus, they had that crown on his back. Huh? And he was trying to carry it. He was trying to walk. Huh? And he had, and I'm sure that he fell down a couple times because it was too much. Yeah. Remember, Jesus is human, just like you and me. Huh? And Simon was in the crowd, and they made Simon carry his cross. Huh? Think for just a minute what Jesus looked like. Huh? How pitiful he looked. I want to tell you, I've heard somebody say that his face and his body was so mutilated and, and swollen. His face was, his visage, his face was marred than more than any other man, huh? and that they probably really wouldn't even know it was Jesus, but he was the one in the middle on the cross. Because the scripture said, huh, the two thieves were crucified with him on each side. And here he is. They get down to the place, the skull, Golgotha, huh? And it's either the Greek or the Latin word for skull is Calvary. <laughs> Praise God this morning for Calvary. Amen. They carried him up there and he walked up the hill. And they laid that cross on the ground. Huh. And then they grabbed Jesus. And he laid, they laid him on that cross. Listen to me. Jesus took this for you and I. Huh? 
They laid him on the cross. And I could see this. I could picture it in my mind. Huh? That's why it stirs my heart. Because he done it for me. They stretched one of his arms out, my friend. Huh? Like this. Huh? Somebody had their, the guy had probably done the nailing. Huh? Had his foot on top of his arm. So he couldn't move it. And I want to tell you something. This is just my theory, my belief. Huh? That there was men on the other side holding him down. Huh? Because the natural thing is, huh? That you want to get over here and try to get loose. I believe they was holding his legs down too. Huh? Here he is stretched out. And they start pounding the nails. Pounding that nail, huh? Through his hand. Into that cross. Huh? You ever step on a nail? Pretty painful, ain't it? I stepped on quite a few of them when I worked in construction. I remember one time I stepped on one, had a board in it. That nail was in the board. I stepped on it, and I couldn't get it off, man. I was trying to get it off, and I hit it like this. It was in there. Huh? So finally, I fell down on the ground. It just took the other leg, popped it right off, kicked it off. It hurt. Think of that, Jesus. Huh? The excruciating pain that he went through as they drove that spike through his hand. I want to tell you something. The scripture said, listen, the scripture said they, they nailed it through his hands. And I believe that's where they nailed him at. Huh? It wasn't nails like you and I think about. They were spikes. Huh? Big. Huh? Probably about like a railroad spike. Huh? And then they done the same thing to the other one. Huh? And nailed him on the other side. Then they straightened his legs out, huh? Huh? Think of what he's going through. And they straightened his legs out, huh? And then they put one foot, huh? Right on top of the other like this, huh? And they drove that spike, listen church, through both feet. Huh? I want to tell you something. Jesus took the nail for you and I. Huh? That we desire Christ Talking for us. Jesus never complained about the pain. But oh, did he suffer. Oh, did he suffer. And then they picked that cross up. They had dug a hole. Put that cross in. How deep they went down, I don't know. But they dug that hole, and that hole was to keep that cross upright. And they picked the cross up, and they dropped it in that hole. Huh? And the thug, this is what I was thinking about, the thug of it hitting. He's on that cross, and all of a sudden, boom! And his whole body shakes. Just, just more intensifies the pain that he's in. Huh? Someone said that his bones and his shoulders and all this come out of sight. It's probably true. They could have come out. Huh? He suffered so great. And as he was on that cross, 
dying for you and me. Huh? The crowds were there. They were watching. And the Jews come by and mocked him, made fun of him, said all kinds of things against him, and said, Ha, huh, if you be the Christ, come on down from the cross and we'll believe you. Jesus could have come down off the cross and went right up to your face and then never believed in Christ. Huh? I'll tell you, when you believe in Christ, huh, then your life will be changed. Amen. And they'll never, they didn't want to change. Huh? Jesus said in the story of Lazarus and the rich man, huh? Abraham said, he did not even believe one that rose from the dead and gave him a testimony. Huh? Jesus is hearing that, taking all that on. Huh? And here comes the soldiers. And they stripped him. Whatever bit of clothes that he had on to cover up his private parts, they ripped it right off and cast lots for it. Huh? So Jesus, our Savior, was on that cross suffering and dying and naked for you and I. What a cruel and inhumane death. Huh? I gotta stop. Jesus was on that cross for six hours. He suffered and went through this for six hours for you and I. You know, this morning, it's hard to picture that, but it really happened. It really took place. Just think about that. Just going through that for just one hour. Just one hour. Listen, no pain medicine, huh? No, nothing to ease his pain and his suffering, huh? He went through it all for you and I. And the scripture said, from the ninth, from the ninth hour to the twelfth hour. That means from noon to three o'clock, the second half of him hanging there, the world became dark. It became dark just like night. Huh? What was that? God turned his back on Jesus. He turned his back upon his Son, Jesus Christ, huh? He turned away. Why did he do that? Because Christ had to take it on by himself. There was no intercession but for him. Yet it pleased the Lord to put him through this. Because his suffering was the sacrifice for our sins. That's right. <laughs> to make us Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Yes. 
He sat up there, suffered. He had the conversation with the thief. The thief repented. Mm -hmm. Huh? He did cry out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Huh? Then he said something that sealed this. He said, It is fixed. Woo! <laughs> Praise God! Thank you, this redemption plan! Now it's finished! Yes. For all mankind. Right. Huh? Yeah. I tell you, whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's right. Amen. Praise God! I'm glad this morning huh, that I partook of the body of Christ. Yes. It's finished, Lord. It's over with, God. I've done what you told me to do. My blood has been shed to give man life and not death. It's finished. Praise God! Huh? And it is said that the, the curtain, huh? That was on the that separated the holies of holies was torn apart from top to bottom. Yes. Woo! You know what that means? There's a new covenant, huh? That's came, and the new covenant is in the blood of Jesus Christ. Right. <sighs> Hallelujah! He is going to put his Holy Spirit in the hearts of people, in the hearts of the believer. Uh, the Jews never had this. Uh, nobody had this until Jesus purchased it on Calvary. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm -hmm. He said, I, I didn't have time. I didn't look it up. But they said that curtain, I forget how many hundreds of pounds it weighed. It was a big curtain. Huh? It took like 700 priests to hang that curtain up. It was so thick. I think it was about a foot thick or whatever. Huh? Think about that this morning. Huh? And it said it was so big and so heavy. It took him, huh, a ton of people to put it out. But God ripped it right into. Why did he rip it? I'll tell you what. Because within now we have direct access to it. That's right. Woo! We don't have to go any other way but through Christ. Right. Praise God forever. Huh? I tell you, <laughs> you didn't know get any better than this. Huh? I know we preached the last couple of Sundays on the suffering because we need to sin. But hallelujah! Huh? He didn't stay in the grave. Right. He's a raised man. And coming out of the grave. Right. And we'll preach on that next week. Huh? I'll tell you something this morning. Let me find that verse. Please the Lord to bruise him, bruise him. He had put his soul to grief. And when he thou shall make his soul an offering for our sin, he shall see his seed and shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in, our, in his hand. 
Uh, I'll tell you who his seat is this morning. That's every saved person. Huh? This suffering from the garden to the cross until Jesus gave up the ghost. Huh? I tell you what. Huh? It was to bring forth salvation. Huh? That we could become the children of God. Huh? Not to see of Abraham, huh? As the Jews were. Huh? But the seed of God. Right. There's power in the blood this morning. Thank God. One songwriter said, and he got it right. He said, Jesus paid it all. He paid it all. That day on the cross. <laughs>